Good evening, and welcome back to the Diz Dads Podcast Plus. I'm your host, Aaron Ritmaster, and with me tonight to record Diz Dads Podcast Plus number 38 are Tim Hicks. What are you looking at, you hockey puck? And Willie Crocker. Hey guys, welcome back. Looking like a hockey puck. Uh, All right, so... This week, we decided we wanted to get back to the speculation game, play a little blue sky, but combine it with, you know, what else? Our at least second or third favorite thing right up there with, you know, rum and tequila, um, food. So uh, we're going to come up with tonight the definitive top nine list of Walt Disney World restaurants that don't exist, but should. Now, we'll get into those in just a minute, but before we do, we need to thank our podcast sponsors. Uh, Wicked Mouse Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, and Mouse Master Travel is also an authorized Disney vacation planner. Either one would love to help your family plan their next Disney destination vacation. You can check out each of them uh, at their respective websites, wickedmousetravel.com or mousemastertravel.com. And they'll help make that next trip extra special. We're also sponsored by Kingdom Strollers, Orlando's premium stroller and crib rental service. Next time you're traveling with small children to Orlando, I highly encourage you to check out Kingdom Strollers. They really do make the whole experience a little bit easier, a little bit less stressful. Guys, uh... I mean, we, we've been talking lately about people getting back to the Walt Disney World that is, and uh, we, we find ourselves saying from time to time, uh, you know, it's it's not quite what we would like it to be, right? And and we all know what we're talking about, right? We're talking about Walt Disney World as of January or February this year, but we thought this time, let's talk about the Walt Disney World that we wish was there, not even January, February, but but what we'd like there to be there later, even if there's no time to build it, we don't care about that. Just give us what we want, right? Yeah, like come up with some really strange whatevers. It'll be fun. <laughs> or something fun. Yeah. Exactly. With great ideas. There's the key, right? We're looking for things because it does feel like Walt Disney World has come such a long way in terms of the food that's available in the parks, in the resorts, in Disney Springs. They've really raised the game. But I got to say, it does start to feel like once things get rolling in a good direction, they kind of start falling into niches, right? And they do very slight variations on the same theme um, right? in several it's, places. It's just a different thing, but the same food, the same stuff. Right. And so the idea here was to try to, to dig in for maybe some alternative stuff, some different stuff. So um, – Let's get started with uh, Tim, I think, was, was particularly excited about this topic. Um, and, you know, what's what's that restaurant at Disney's World someplace that <laughs> you find yourself saying, gosh, I really wish I could go? Well, this, came, this one, my first one came out of a, a dream that I had one night, and it was the coolest thing. And I thought, oh, now that's you know, this potentially is- really disturbing. Yeah, I know, right? I'm thinking about eating food at Disney. <laughs> there must have been drinks involved, too. Yeah, well, before I went to bed, certainly was. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> so the place that I could see existing, that I could see space for this concept would be an Odyssey in, in Epcot because it's you know pretty big floor print, uh, you know, footprint. Um, but the concept is um, – so you know how when you're – uh, and, um, I oh mean, I've just got my thoughts just going crazy here. Uh, uh, t- um, 
great big beautiful tomorrow. <laughs> How you know the the chairs are rotating around the stage. Carousel of Progress. Carousel of Progress. Thank you very much. One of my favorite rides. I don't ever want it to go away. I love the ride. But anyway, you ha- the the concept here is that you have seats that you sit people at, and they travel from one station to the next station to the next station and it's a set menu uh, with maybe two or three options at each station and the so the portion sizes are barely more than an amuse-bouche maybe a two-bite thing right but you're trying all these different um, uh, um i would call it cuisine nouveau just something that's really fresh different uses you know the the freshest uh, local stuff um, Interesting. So it's, and by the it's time, specifically Florida local, or is it? Yes. Is it? All right. So it's, it's all Florida local. Lots of courses. Lots of variety. Um, right. Because at the entrance to World Showcase, where you, you're looking at all the different, you know, uh, Mexico, China, etc. Right. Why not have a, a local Florida right there at the beginning? Okay. I and by the that. time you get all the way around it, you've had enough food to feel full and it's taken enough time to get around that you feel full, but you don't feel like, oh my God, I can't even get up and walk out. Right, right. So it's sort of like you get to sit on the sushi conveyor belt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay, okay. I could see that. And and I assume you, that this would be a, a fairly high-end table service, right? Yes, yes. Um, specifically because the uh, the dishes are so um, uh, so haute cuisine, you know, re- really um, uh, things that you wouldn't anticipate getting anywhere else except maybe Victoria and Alberts, but they're very very small portions. So okay, really. Special. Can you put food back on the plate on the conveyor belt when you don't like it? No, you just don't. <laughs> you're not allowed entrance. Willie. You're the one on the conveyor belt, really. Oh. We keep you out of this place on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Can I sit at the bar, please? <laughs> but you know that would be a whole different experience. It, it's it? Epcot. You know they do festivals and things. I'm sure eventually they'll do, uh, you know, an olive festival or something, Willie, and and you can just spend the whole evening there. I'll right. be there all night. I saw they put up uh, walls around Italy today, so we're definitely going to have some more olives coming. There you go. Wow. All right, I dig it. All right. Uh, all right. So, Willie, we've got – oh, Tim, does your restaurant have a name? I don't have a name for it. It's, right. Like I said, it was just something that – you know, I, 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 it was a really realistic dream. I felt like I was sitting there in, in Epcot and we were just going from one station. You know, it would just you know, move <laughs> us from one station to the next and, yeah, right. and eat this great food, but I don't have a name for it. All right. Well, so, Willie, how about you? What, do, you have a, do you have a name for yours? Mine's sort of a name. It's more of like a goofy fun time cafe. Okay. Um, it's going to be one of those restaurants where, and we've all probably been to them, where they like make mistakes and they critique you and they tell you you're a terrible person and things like that. You know, they pretend like they're going to drop your food on your on you and things. And just like total having fun. Okay, so you're basically going to resurrect 50s primetime. Well, no, 50s primetime doesn't like – Yell at you, except uh, you okay, okay. Bowls. So, so more uh, the Ed Debevic experience from, from Ed Chicago. Yeah, there you go, Ed Debevic. Yes, yes. That's exactly what I told my brother. What I said, he goes, that place was so much fun in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It, right. That's what it's going to be. You know, it's the, you know, the food's not going to be out of this world. But if you're going for the experience and not for the food, you're just going to have some fun. Right, right. It's the the diner food with yep. the the turn of the century diner attitude. With really good French fries. I mean, you have to have really good French oh, fries. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's got to be really good diner food. Yeah. Right. And a lot and of attitude. Breakfast all day. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I love that that's food that, although individual parts of it are available other places at Walt Disney World, there is no real diner food at Walt Disney World these days. Not at all. So that would be pretty cool. And anytime you want breakfast after 1030, you have to leave to go to Waffle House. Yeah, pretty much. There's no place. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying the restaurant would instruct you to leave. <laughs> Oh, that would be that would be rich. Oh, you want breakfast? Why don't you get up and go to Waffle House? <laughs> get knucklehead. All right. Well, I, I'm going to have to put as number one on the list for me. Um, you know, the the restaurant that that I've been begging for since we started recording this show back in 2011, I think. But 
and 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 I'll even like it could be one of two places, but please, 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 Disney, give us a pirate themed character meal. I want my pirate character meal. You stole mine, but good idea. Well, Jack Sparrow. So- there, there are two places that I think it could go that would be great. Um, one would be to use the existing Tortuga can, uh, Tortuga Tavern space and just sort of expand from there a little bit um, and, and use that space. The other option is that I also think it would fit in really well um, if you did it in Disney Springs um, and did it sort of on the water in Disney Springs because um, there's some, some – They'll get rid of Rainforest Cafe. I'd be good with that. Me too. That's why I was saying it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, either way, but but just something that gives you, you know, some interaction with the the kind of the swashbuckling pirates. And one of the things I like about the concept is that you can do a lot of pirate type character interaction without having to be necessarily in physical contact with the pirate, right? I mean, you can do a lot of stuff from across the restaurant, behind people, whatever, and get interaction without having to touch because they can speak. Well, the other thing you could do, and there used to be a place in Colorado um, that did a show. It was called Casa Benita. Oh, yes, oh yeah. They're Benita. still there. Yep, and, still but are. you could do like the full pirate show. Yes. Yes. I, I know air, what you're saying. You could do a whole pirate show. Yeah. To, that's what that's where my idea was was like the pirate show with the Casa Benita, you know, experience, not not the terrible not the food, food experience. Right. No. <laughs> not, not the food, but but the show no. happening kind but of around the you. Show happened around you and it was always going on for the most part, so that you know, like that would just draw kids in so much. Look over there, there's a pirate up there. Oh my god. It's yeah. I'm right, so I like excited. it because I like the kinetic of it. I like the the fact that it's more gender inclusive because, especially now that you have the characters that you can pull in from the the movies, from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and the the ride that's you know just across the way from Tortuga Tavern. I mean, you can pull in Red, you can pull in uh, uh, Elizabeth Swan. You know, you've got both male and female pirate characters that that you can pull in. And um, be really engaging with guests. Um, all right, so Willie, what what I, I stole that one from you. What do you have as a as a backup? Oh, I'm gonna have to go with the Snuggly Duckling. It's got to be in Fantasyland, and there's got to be things such as Bruiser's Burgers, Killer's Chicken Wings, Finn's Club Sandwich. You know, it's going to be not as much of a high-end restaurant, sure, but more like the plaza and things like that where, you know, you have good things. And then, you know, you could always have Vladimir's veggie plate. And of course. <laughs> right, but, but all cupcakes. your all your traditional basically combo meals just with some nice theming. Right. And we need more food, like more restaurants in the Magic Kingdom. Like – even if you got rid of, you know, storybook circus area, like where you could put some, you know, sit down over there near the tent just to. Oh, yeah. Know. It seems to me that they, there there could be an opportunity to put up some kind of like maybe circus tent or, or umbrellas where where the Casey Splash thing is now. Yeah. And just, you know, make that a, a picnic area instead of a much abused and neglected water play area. <laughs> Right. And who right. wants to do that during the day, half right. the year? Right. Especially with COVID. Well, I mean, as it is, I don't even know that it's turned on at the moment. And even when it was on, you know, they had to start putting fences around the thing progressively farther out because people couldn't be trusted to behave appropriately. Right. Sad. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it does mean that, that you could make alternative use of that space. I think. Um, all right. So, so basically snuggly duckling is, is about theming. You're going to theme the menu items, um, decor, right. You're going to try and make you it look do like so the, much with that. Yeah, sure. And um, I mean, it, it's, it's one of the, you know, princesses that a lot of kids still talk about. I mean, that movie's now what, almost 10 years old. Yeah. 
and it still holds a can't you know huge yeah oh yeah you know what you could do with it that would be really cool do tell all right so i'm gonna steal a concept sort of a little bit um from from the folks on the other side of town um have you guys ever eaten at um the three broomsticks in in yes yes okay well one of the kind of little sidelight things is that if you look really carefully up in kind of the rafters, every once in a while, you can see the shadow of house elves dashing around. Okay. So oh, what, how cool would it be that they, you know, because they do so much cool stuff with, with fiber optic lighting now, it would take nothing for them to stash Pascal all over the restaurant and just have him pop up. You know, only in one place at a time, but it could be anywhere. But, right. And they, they should be doing that, you know, in other restaurants with all the other theming. I mean, you could do like in Cinderella's Royal Table, the mice. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, just running, not running through on the floor, but, you know, the, the concept of, oh, right. there they are, you know, small right. things like that. And, and like you said, a combination fiber of fiber optics, optics and holog- hol- um, holographic imaging. Yeah, so easy. Something really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, I could see kids wanting to, you know, go eat at the Snuggly Duckling just because they want to play Fine Pascal. Yeah, that would be fun. Well, I mean, it's like the thing you do on the cruise when you go look for the right. little bitty. <laughs> right. Where Where is the door? Where's the door? Right, right. Midship Detective Agency. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, no, that's good. I like that one a lot. Um, yeah. Do you have a second one for us, Tim? Oh, I do. Um, this one is Mickey's Toontown restaurants. So you can kind of guess where I'm going with this after Toontown fair closed down, you know, some years ago to make way for, uh, the expansion, um, the expansions that are there now, you know, all that was gone. Here's here's my plan. It is a six-story restaurant, so it doesn't have to have a large footprint. Okay, but one floor is all Mickey Mickey's house, you know, and and the tables are all lo- located in his kitchen, his living room, you know, wherever all all the things that they can come up with. So you got a level for Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Pluto, and then the sixth floor is Pete uh, Pete's lounge and dancing, right? <laughs> <laughs> but. All the other floors can be taken up with the stuff you know that they used in Toontown Fair, and then you know create some new stuff for the the um, the big five that weren't there to begin with. Right, right. But you know, really create an, a fun restaurant theme. Again, you know, it's the basic food stuffs that are reinvented for or rethemed for this kind of a restaurant. But I think it would be a fun little concept. Now, like since that. your focus is on just kind of fun environment, are we talking really more of a um you know, kitschy, but still fast food type quick service with a a fun environment or are we going more for a a table service feel? Yeah, I would, uh, I I vacillate between the two because a a sit down, you know, table service thing would be fun. But if you, even if you just had all the theming around with some socially distanced tables where people could get their food from, from, you know, Minnie's kitchen or Donald's kitchen and go sit down, that would be pretty cool. And you can have things like, okay, I I came up with some ideas on this in Minnie's stuff. Of course, everything has emphasis on polka dots and bows, but maybe Donald's level, they specialize in these uh, web foot looking cookies. And maybe on Pluto's level, they've got a dog bone shaped meatloaf or something like that. You know, it's just kitschy things that. that just just as we're not bit. serving duck confit at Donald's. <laughs> you don't like want $40 <laughs> brunch. <laughs> I'm just thinking more of, uh, you know, probably not, probably not the best idea to suggest rendering Donald. Yeah. No, 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 no rendering duck fat. <laughs> <laughs> no crispy duck lounge. No, I mean, I, I could see that. That would work. And, and you know, I, I also like the fact that you've included the pizza at the top. It's almost like a speakeasy feel right. I could see. Exactly. Right. And, and that's a great place to go in the evening, you know, as things are winding down and fireworks right, right. are happening. Yeah. All right. So, so where, where are you building this monstrous tower? Monstrous Tower. It's only six floors, but I, um, I would have to put it kind of back in that 
area where it was before, somewhere between Fantasyland and uh, like the carousel and stuff. Somewhere back there, you got space where uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues uh, used to be. I think there's still some space. Not much because that's where the light cycle is now. Yeah. Oh, true. That's true. Um, it's one of the reasons you need more food back there. Yes, exactly. But I bet you there's some space. They're bound to have some space back there that they could utilize to do that. You know what they could use is they could use the Philar Magic space. Ooh, that's not right. a bad idea. And build at all. up from there because it's isolated enough that even if you went up six stories, it wouldn't take away from the castle. Right. Unless you're coming from the backside, that doesn't matter. Right. That could work. What about Tom Sawyer's Island? Get rid of that whole junk. And and, and make the island into Toontown. Right. Sort of a mini Toontown. Mini Toontown. Put three or four walkways through so you're not having to, you know, fire <laughs> Wait up on the, the ferry. Gas. So you don't need the ferry and you get rid of the big boat, Liberty boat. Yep. Yeah. Like, well, that could work, except here's my concern. Um, my next restaurant concept uh, is going to repurpose the, um, the Liberty Bell. Because oh, nice. the thing oh, is that, like that nobody rides Liberty Bell, but it's a great you know, piece of Disneyana, of Disney history. So what I'd love to see them do with it is to take the whole thing and permanently turn it into Tiana's place. And That's it's not fabulous. the formal Tiana's place, right? It's not the, the Tiana's supper club. It's the more laid back, you know, Cajun casual, right? Tiana's place with the sort of more, more swamp and sticks feel than, than the supper club. Um, but that gives you the opportunity to throw in some, some of those swamp animatronics like Lewis and, uh, like the, the ones being vacated out of uh, splash Island. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Mountain, I mean. Pull them right out of splash, splash mountain. Um, and, and just, you know, the music is, is great dinner music, you know, that, that New Orleans jazz sound, um, gives you a chance to do some Cajun food. Doesn't have to be super hot, but it, it at least has a little bit different, uh, you know, palette than is otherwise available in magic kingdom. Um, and you'd have this, this fantastic setting on, on the riverboat. Is there even any place that you can get Cajun food other than maybe Port Orleans? I mean, because I, I don't know I of any place Cajun. other than Riverside that always has Cajun food. There's, yeah. I think, I want to say there's some Cajun. Isn't there some Cajun stuff on Art Smith's menu? Art Smith has some, and I thought, uh, is it Coronado has a little Tex-Mex style Cajun with yeah, Rick's? Not really. That's, Rick's I sports that, bar. I wouldn't call it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, call that I wouldn't call that Cajun. There's actually there's, there's some stuff that's got it. a little bit of a Cajun flair. Um, even at the quick service, like at, at French quarter. Um, but, but not much. Yeah. So you're going to have gator and, um, crawl dads. And you a don't bowl, have to have the extreme oil. stuff. You can just have, you know, know well, shrimp oil is good. Pecan shrimp is good. You know, jambalaya, jambalaya, crawfish pie. You have the, you know, the, the tribute to, to Forrest Gump and have yeah, the, right. the whole, yes. the whole long list on the wall of the various right. shrimp preparations. And the toilet bowl, the toilet um, seat hanging in the rafters <laughs> with just the net. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but I just, I think it would be fun theming. It's a, it's a good place for it. Uh, it's kind of right off Liberty square there. And, um, it gives us an opportunity to get a little more uh, Princess and the Frog in the parks, and frankly, that's something we all need. I totally agree. We don't have enough of that. Not yet. Not yet. Well, the question is whether you, you know, have one corner set aside as sort of, you know, Dr. Facilier's, right, with with the the eyes peering at you out of the darkness and his well, spooky music. We we don't have enough um, alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, so you. I mean, you know, and and I I was saying that that it, that it needs to be it ought to be quick service. So I don't know that that completely works, but it would oh, still be kind of fun. Yeah, it'd still be a lot of fun. I'm down for a walk in martini or even a beer. There you go. Yeah. Well, but or see, the Magic Kingdom, you can only you can only drink it while you're you know at your meal. Yes, that's true. That's true. For so now. far, so For far, now. so far, right. That could change real soon. Okay, well, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, so, so far we've got a lot of Magic Kingdom action going on. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, Tim, you, you got anything? You know, so far you've hit Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Unfortunately, my last really good idea is another uh, Magic Kingdom one. Okay. So follow follow me on this because this is uh, in in tune with a restaurant that used to exist in Ukraine until probably 2014. It was a humongous coffin, no windows, biggest you know coffin shaped restaurant that it that you know according to Guinness Book World Record it was it closed back in 2014. But I mean, you go in, there's no windows, everything is like uh, Undertaker themed. The the menu was you know based on dead stuff and uh, it's just it looked like so it's it basically the haunted mansion restaurant yes the haunted mansion restaurants that's what i would love to see I, I would so go for that with the family head on a platter i like it well i mean they're selling so much haunted mansion stuff right now that it's you know i mean well because well, they're why so not short of they're so short of good sure. restaurants yeah, right. Madame Leota's Libations, right? Yeah, that that's where there should be that place right in. Like when you walk out of the ride, you get a drink there's in that specialty that. cup. Yeah, there's space for that. But 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 like real booze, not fake stuff they're serving now. Nope. <laughs> no, no, like, like you what? know, you, you ought to be able to get a real a real mint julep when you come out of of uh, you know haunted mansion. Yeah. I mean, you're dead when you walk up the ride. You might as well get what you want. There you go. That's right. <laughs> I, I could sit and come up with a litany of things to serve on that menu. I, I just think that's a would be a really cool idea. I mean, they already have the class coffin, you know, pulled by the horse out in front, right? So you know, just keep that theme going. I like now, it. Now, I, I have to wonder, though, I mean, g- given what a uproar the, the uh, animal poop desserts in Disney's animal kingdom, uh, caused, I mean, if that caused an uproar, what's people's reaction going to be to a menu full of carrion? <laughs> no, not that stuff. Not that stuff. But <laughs> I mean, um, uh, hat box skeleton, something, uh, four singing dead people, something, you know what I mean? Hitchhiking ghosts, blah, blah, blah. Like right. you can go so far with so many things. You know, uh, dinner table, this and oh yeah, I mean, there's all the ballroom stuff you can pull. Ballroom, right? ballroom stuff. The knocking uh, door, the bride, the eyeball hallway. I mean, you could really theme this thing up really good. <laughs> Make it a lot of fun. Okay, but dessert needs to be served in a, a special uh, container that they bring to the table, and it's a um, an ash urn. No. A no, no, Asher. it's, it's a, it's a, um, 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 Jack in the box, right? So you spin it, you, you turn the oh. handle, it plays the music and then dessert pops up. <laughs> <laughs> Probably gets all over him in the process. <laughs> That's what happens at Goofy's. <laughs> You'd have to make it like a, you know, uh, something on a stick or. Oh, anything. you know, think about that though. Cake balls. You can, there you, you can go. Cake balls all day long. Make yeah. it, you know, really looking. And they make a lot of money on cake balls because yeah. there's nothing to them, and they charge a lot. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what you make cake balls out of the yeah. out of the scraps, right? From the, the scraps. It's like that's how they make Dunkin' Donut things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's left, stick it in this thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So those those are great ideas. Um, uh, all right. So I've I've got one other one here, and it's it's a little less well, well formed. I haven't been cheerleading for this one nearly as long, so I, I kind of still working out exactly how, how it would work. But I, I feel like we need something new in uh, in in Hollywood Studios because it's, I have it's one still too, so. okay. You got one too for the studios? Yeah. Good, good. Because you know the studio seems to be sort of the forgotten land when it comes to upgraded dining. I mean, I, I like yeah. what they, and actually probably more than either of you, I really like what they've done with Gal- uh, Galaxy's Edge. I think it's fun and creative, but it, it's also, no you know, all fast all food. Fast it's all the same. Um, and I, I feel like Hollywood Studios has kind of been left behind in the the table service dining area. Uh, 
so I, I've been kind of wrestling with with what to do with it, and I, I know, you know, I've suggested similar things in the past, but um, I, I think that that what I'm leaning towards is, um, you know, I feel like we've got to do something with the Hollywood and Vine space, especially without there being the opportunity to do, you know, um, character meals where you can touch and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Hollywood and Vine is like a big empty space right now. <laughs> There's just not much happening there. Um, and it's a pretty big space. So what I'd love to see happen is I would love to see a restaurant that is in some ways the flip side of 50s prime time because 50s prime time is everybody's walking into their aunt's, you know, mid-century modern home, right? And you're, you're eating in that location for Hollywood and fine. I I, want to go Hollywood. Let's, make similar sort of, you know, broken up dining room areas, but each one should be a classic, uh, a film set, right? So it's, you know, you might have one and it doesn't necessarily have to be the kitchen. You might have one that now that Disney owns all the Fox IP, you know, somebody could have dinner on the Simpsons couch and somebody else can be eating, uh, in the, the booth, uh, well, they would. This one they wouldn't do. I don't think. But the, you can't. You can't do the booth from Seinfeld. Um, we'd need to find more oh. Disney properties. But but you know, sitting around the table uh, at the the shawarma restaurant from uh, Avengers. You know, e- each of them should be just a, a, a an instantly recognizable um, vignette. Okay, but hang on. You've just taken out uh, where Mickey and Minnie's uh, roller coaster is now, all that stuff could be, you know, that's all Hollywood IP that could be reused in a theme like that. Oh, what yeah. do you think? No, yeah, you could, you could reuse all the, all the tchotchkes, but, but I really would love to see sort of true to screen recreations of these, these various, uh, you know, dining environments. And, and it's not even like the menus don't have to necessarily match them or anything. It, it's one of those things that it would just be, an environment, right? It, it would be the the you know you the menu is what the menu is, but but the environment is an invitation to come and you know sit in a movie. Would each table be like a different theme? Is that what you're exactly, thinking? exactly? I love it. You know, different kind of um, mix and match, almost. You know, um, different room areas, different angles, so that they can isolate a little bit. Um, you know, Disney probably would never do it because it's a pain in the butt to serve in that kind of th- that kind of restaurant. But mm-hmm. I, I just think it's so much fun, and and it helps. I think sometimes those big open restaurants at Walt Disney World, you know, their their goal is to try to make it feel wide open. But I don't know that they achieve that goal. I think often it feels more crowded because everywhere you look, there's more people, and yeah, if you it- kind of break up the spaces, even if it's physically technically a little more crowded you feel like you're not in as much of a crush of people and maybe they've got the wrong idea there maybe they need to make it feel more individualized yeah, I, I mean, and, and i think that is just i think that is what they really need is an experience that makes you feel like you're special that doesn't make you feel like you're sitting like like an accursious you're, you're in a in a room full of people surrounding you know a stage where there's a belly dancer okay well i can see everybody else and their dog what if i have a space that's just like really dedicated to me right and you know yeah i'm i'm down with that and there's also going to be the people like you said as you said the simpsons and things that are going to wait for those areas you know oh, yeah. i mean people are desperate for things in I could right now times like if you had four simpson areas um hour and a half wait right now just for the simpsons right but, well like, now to be right. fair could you reserve that to be fair yeah. unfortunately we probably couldn't use simpsons for at least 10 years right um, but i mean because it's tied up but, at universal but right. the concept is still the same right? the idea ideas, is you right. find these iconic settings that people you know identify with and love and and you use those you know you you put the um, the the uh, coffee table and and sofa from from Central Park in the lounge, right? Right. See, you put the friends. Yeah. Um, logo insane. Oh gosh! Like, yeah. They had the friends thing here in Boston, 
And the the wait to get in was absurd. It was snowing and miserably cold. And they had two and three hour waits to just go they look at care. their friend's Central Park. Right. Right. I mean, people still stand in line in, in Boston to wait to go inside the Bull and Finch. Right. Of course. Cheers. And Cheers is out of business. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, I, I, I just think people would get a kick out of it and it would be a way if you if you I feel like if you amp up the sort of the the kitsch and the theme in the environment, then you can concentrate on the food end on just delivering good food. Because which isn't is, that what Disney is all about is the well, kitchen, the theming? It is. And and it's one of those things that in, in Hollywood studios, I feel like it's been missing. I mean, Hollywood Brown Derby, Brown Derby consistently de- delivers fantastic food. Yep. Most of the other places in Hollywood studios seem to either be too self-conscious about their theme or uh, just completely uninspired. Just I was going to say, it's either Brown Derby or just get a hot dog. Ronto's Roasters is pretty good, but overall, you just get a hot dog or a chicken sandwich and just get out of there as fast as you can. Go eat somewhere else. Like what we did. Yeah. We we left and went and ate somewhere else because we're like, let's just go to Epcot. We can eat. Eesh. I do I do 50s primetime just because there's no real better option in my yeah. opinion. And, and because TuneIn is, is a nice place to hang out. Exactly. Know the bartender. He's great. Right. Love it. You know, that's an experience I always like to have. But um, if you brought to life one of these ideas, I would so be there. I would totally be all about it. All right. So, Willie, what are you going to do in, in Hollywood Studios? All right. It's not huge, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be the Manticore's Pub. It's going to be from Onward. They're going to have things like, you know, the pants in the air, the unicorns, um, the van going through the, you know, the building like you were talking about with the lights and everything else. It's just an idea to bring Onward into the parks that, Onward really got hosed with COVID nineteen. Totally did, and it's a great movie. It deserves the it deserves the attention. Okay, and and here's here's the thing: I have the perfect place for it. Pixar place. Well, or (laughs) it it just replaces Baseline Tap House. I don't know if it's big enough. Yeah, I think that's a pretty small space. Okay, that's fair. Sorry, I'm just reaching. I want to. I want an excuse to get rid of it. And improve it. I love Baseline Tap House. That's but, where you get your real, beer and your pretzel. <laughs> what's right right next to that? It's that space is usable. That it, the place where you, I mean, it's not. Trust me, oh. it's not accessible friendly. You know what I'm talking right, about? Right, yeah, just around the corner. The the yeah. um, sci-fi dining theater. Think, not not yeah. sci-fi. It's, it's no, not it's, sci-fi. No, it's the it's the opposite side of the sidewalk from that. I don't remember. It's, what restaurant it, is the other side? enough. I can't I have to look it up. Sorry. Mama Melrose there? No, it's not Mama Melrose. Um, bear with me a second. I'll look it up. Okay. Well, in the meantime, I mean, you're right. Uh, it belongs no. in Pixar Place. In Pixar Place, yeah. Right. But you, I mean, like, where they, what is what Lunchbox is? And then you, you know, they're building that, if they're still building it, the barbecue restaurant. Um, and there's so much space back there. They say they don't have it, but we know they do. Right. Well, you know, there, and there are some areas in there around there that you could swap out. I mean, you know, th- there's the uh, you still you still have the the rather large um, Muppet souvenir shop. Where, oh right. I mean, look, I love Muppets, and it crushes me every time they blow an opportunity to bring Muppets into the parks more. But and they don't know how to do it. Well, they clearly don't know how to do it. Or the worst part is that when they do know how to do it, they don't have any commitment to it. You know, I mean, the the uh, oh the what are the what do they call uh, Bunsen Honeydew's you know walking lab or whatever, and and the show they were doing it at Hall of Presidents. I mean, both that of those so were good. fantastically entertaining, but they just weren't really committed to them on a regular schedule long term muppet babies was blowing up disney plus for a while and then it's just all of a sudden they like oh we don't know what to do well we'll go somewhere else like come on like get in so my point is if that's the case why, why are we wasting that much space on what is a dedicated muppet 
gift shop when you could take the best of the Muppet stuff, put it other places and make that into, you know, a, a really great restaurant that had a little more space to work with. You could also do it down at uh, Pizza Rizzo area. I mean, oh yeah, because that that has no business coming back. That has no business, and you could do the pants upstairs and the van going through. Oh yeah, yeah. sure, good. it would work. That it, would be a huge. That's true because you really have all that arcade space that you can yes. make better use of as as Manticore's Tavern. Absolutely, right. I like that. Tim's still thinking. I am still looking at this thing. What is this? It's not the ABC commissary, is it? No. It's, that should go away, too. It's but. really... Well, yes, it should. Um, okay, so... Okay, it's Backlot Express, and that moved from where it used to be over when it used to be um, uh, Lice Motors Action. Okay. It's, a, it, it, no, it's not Backlot Express. It's... Um, I know what it is, but it's not... Oh, it, it used to be... Because um, I always used to get it mixed up with Backlot Express, too. Um, cause backlot express has always been the one that's next to, uh, star tours basically over on that side of the park. Right. It's the only quick service uh, over on that side. It was, it was it, right by honey. I shrunk the kids. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about now. Used to um, be. It's, it's it, it, now. It, it was called, uh, oh man. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain fart about it too. Hollywood backlot. Ah. Uh, all right, I have to look this up now. Yes, now it's it's right behind Indiana Jones, between Indiana Jones and the Star. Well, it's a Tours. different restaurant. It was always there. Yeah, but now I, I'm looking at a map. They they're calling it Backlot Express. No, no, but that's always been Backlot Express. Yeah, the one that was over on the other side had a different name, but it was similar, and I always used to get it confused too. I missed that place because I loved the high octane thing. Yeah, you know, the place that was good. When did okay, it go? Away? Here it is. I got okay. it. It was either, it was either, um, Backlot Catering or Studio Back- Catering Company. No, it was. I'm pretty sure it was Backlot Catering. That sounds right, because that's why I always used to get it confused with Backlot Express. Okay, so Backlot Express is where I think you can do this concept. Um, because that that place is not friendly. Yeah, but that's someone with the Star Wars memorabilia. Yes, there is. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. It does have accessibility issues. It's gotten better. Um, they they the last time they renovated, they they did put in proper ramps. Um, so that was a big improvement. But I, I would agree that it still has its issues. Yep. Anyway, okay. On with the show. <laughs> backyard catering. Backyard catering. I'm almost sure that was backyard what it was. Catering. That's it. That backlot catering. Yes. Um, and the, the one, the one thing I always liked about it was that in the afternoon in Hollywood studios, it was one of the few quick service restaurants that was in the shade. You mean That's the true. only one? Uh huh. Well, yeah. backlot express, you could go inside. You could go inside, but you right, had like it was air inside. If, right. Um, but you, you know, studios, aside from that, you know, the quick service at Hollywood studios was all outdoor dining. And the only place that was shaded was, uh, uh, back, back lot catering, which, you know, had like one or two good menu items and the rest of it was garbage. But that's why they could bring back the hat and we could sit under the hat in the shade. <laughs> right. Okay, whatever. All 12 people <laughs> or so. Somebody smack him. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's wow. see if we can run through uh, what our list of nine is here. And, you know, some of these don't even have names, but, but at least to see what the scope of what we got here is. So, um, all right, we have the uh, we have the the Odyssey uh, sort of California tasting menu, although we're looking to make it Florida local. So, a Florida local twist on a California tasting menu in Epcot with the diners traveling through the restaurant on sort of a, it's like a, a very slow Omnimover dining experience. Yes. Okay. Limited amount of time at each station. Yeah. That's why the portions have to be small. Right. Um, and, and so we're going to kind of uh, reinvigorate the, the Odyssey with that one. Uh, we also have the um, pirate character meal either at uh, Tortuga Tavern 
space there in, in Magic Kingdom, or if Magic Kingdom has too many other options, we can go ahead and, and place that down in Disney Springs. Um, frankly, I think it's a good thing to have a, a character meal in Disney Springs. Um, it's a money magnet for locals. And we can get rid of um, Rainforest Cafe. Exactly. Uh, we have the uh, Tiana's Place quick service uh, taking over the Liberty Bell. Basically, it becomes permanently anchored. So we don't we don't do the ice cream social there anymore. We just do the Cajun. Well, it depends. You know, if if the restaurant is is you do the hours right, you know, you can do, do it so it closes at at whatever six thirty or seven, and then you can do the ice cream social in the in the evening, and you've got you know a full Two kitchen set up in there now. Actually, would make it better. Yeah, It'd make twice as much money. Um, we've got, uh, the Goofy's Funtime Cafe that, uh, Tim wants to plop down into Fantasyland. Um, we have, uh, that that was Willie. Oh, that was Willie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Cause it's like the end of Vivix. Oh, right. 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 I'm sorry. I was getting that one mixed up with the Mickey's Toontown. So yeah. Goofy's Funtime Cafe uh, is is Willie's. And, you know, that's one I think we need to, to spend a little more time on because um, the question was where where to put it. Why couldn't you put it over near the circus tent and oh, the well, train that's right. station? That's right. That's right. We talked about maybe taking over the Casey Jr. spot. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, it's it's the perfect area and it moves people to the back of the park. Right, right. You take the train there to eat. Sure. When the train works. starts running in what twenty thirty nine or twenty fifty four. Let's see. We also have uh, the the Snuggly Duckling from Willie going in. Uh, also in in Fantasyland, Willie. For all the time that you spend in Magic Kingdom, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. You know, all well, this dining you're putting there. Kingdom. I just never get to go when we're together because <laughs> okay, we're fair usually enough. in meetings. Fair enough. Or they're closed or they have a party and it's pouring rain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we, we have the, the Mickey's Toontown concept, the, the Leaning Tower of Tim. <laughs> that would be cool. Topped off with, with, with Pete's speakeasy. So, uh, do we even want to try and, and, and rank these in, in any kind of, uh, you know, what, what we feel like we'd, we'd like to see first? No, I think the listeners should. I think the listeners should. We can try that. All right. Yeah. All right. Come back I will, when I post the episode, I'll post a poll. And uh, we're going to say specifically, uh, not just which ones you're most interested in seeing, but, you know, rank it too, right? Which yeah. one are you most interested in seeing first? Um and and we'll see, you know how how it uh, how it falls out. So uh, to do one last quick roundup, make sure we have them right. Pirates character meal, Tiana's place on Liberty Bell as a quick service, uh, moving meals in the Odyssey in Epcot, Goofy's Funtime Cafe uh, in Magic Kingdom, uh, Manticore's Tavern in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, also, quick serve with fun theming, um, Snuggly Duckling in Magic Kingdom, Mickey's Toontown, uh, Mickey's Toontown Tower, something like that, um, in yep. in Fantasyland. Uh, we have the uh, movie scene, diner, restaurant, whatever we're going to call it, in Hollywood Studios, and the Coffin Restaurant over near uh, Haunted Mansion. So that's the nine. Um, we'll have some indicators of them, names of some sort listed when we post the episode. And we'd love your feedback because, hey, you've heard our thoughts. We'd really like to hear yours. Um, you know, we came up with, with these restaurants, but you probably want something entirely different. Now, the best way to make sure that the next time we come up with better ideas is to tell us about it. So to let... Tim know that he needs to put on his thinking cap and try again. Oh, you can send on. an email to 
tim.hicks at fantasticmemoriestravel.com. And to let Willie know that he's all wet about the Snuggly Duckling. Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E at wickedmousetravel.com. And all of your praises can be sent to Aaron at mousemastertravel.com. Until next time, I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster, with my lovable co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Have a wicked wild night. And Tim Hicks. We'll see you real soon.